what you're going to do is you're going to use a period of abstinence to get a better perspective on your life and make those shifts, you know, change those good habits. And that's really what One Year No Beer is all about, applying those good habits and those routines. And it starts to put you on a different trajectory. Welcome to Series 2 of the One Year No Beer podcast. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Just before we get started with today's interview, I just want to quickly mention one thing that Jen and I do every day. We were so lucky to come across this brand listening to podcasts just like this. And we are so proud to be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is literally one scoop of this all-round nutritional insurance which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy recovery, immunity and digestion. It's so easy. You just get down in the morning, plop open that glass, pour in your athletic greens and pow! You are doing what you need in one scoop. If you want to join us, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B and join the health experts, athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who are making a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B. Now don't forget the forward slash O-Y-N-B because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given out to our listeners. A year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs will take with you on the go. Once again, athleticgreens.com. Don't forget, O-Y-N-B. Now let's get started with the podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. Mm. I am your co-host, Ruri Fairbairns. And I am Jen Fairbairns. So, we are loving Series 2 so far. Mm. It's been a plethora of incredible members, guests, uh, and their stories. Really, really amazing. If this Mm. is your first one, then you need to dive back into... Series two and Archive. start listening. Yes. Yeah. Start listening to some of the interviews. In series one, you mean? This was series two. Yeah, no, but in series two. <laughs> if this was your first episode, <laughs> then go back and I listen know. to the first of yeah, the series. Yeah, but also don't forget that we have, you know, we have a lot of, uh, we have an archive of of interviews, but we Those. think, I mean, might be biased, but this yeah. really has been the, the best round so far. Um, these past 10 um Episodes have really been focusing on the transformation, and uh, we've interviewed some of some of our key members that have had incredible um, transformations, and that are, you know we're able to share some very interesting insight into it, as well as one of our coaches, Gary, was yeah. on, and members and coaches. Yeah. and um, it looks like you're loving it. Posted day before yes. yesterday into the community, everyone's loving the stories, which is amazing. We'll have a few more stories to keep going um, and then we'll think about closing off series two. 
And um, but mm. before we do that, let's just talk about some of the, the the numbers here, right? So, of course, reviews is like the lifeblood, right? If you haven't left us a review, please, 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 please leave us a review um, on iTunes. I don't think you can on Spotify. Maybe you can, but please go and leave Definitely us a review. Definitely on iTunes. To be honest, like I I love a podcast, but before I go and dive into one, I look at reviews and see what people say about it Completely. to see it really if it is for me. Um, so please, if you haven't done already, please give us a review. Let other people know what you think of it, what's in it, and so people can make the most out of it. And yeah, you're just helping us to help more people change their relationship with alcohol. So yeah. um, thank you. We have 15 new reviews since we launched Series 2. So that is awesome. Thank you so much for those of you who've left us a review. Downloads, 25,000 unique downloads a month at the moment is what we are looking at. We are now over 900,000 downloads. We are on our way to a million, one million unique downloads. That is incredible. That's amazing. Mm. The impact of OIMB. And I'm just so proud and pleased and happy to be sharing OIMB members' journeys uh, because I think those are the real heroes yeah they really are they're the real heroes and you'll hear you'll only hear the truth from them right we can sit here and bang the drum about how amazing um, our uh, (laughs) challenges are and what we do uh, etc but when you get it from is it called the horse's mouth like you get it from the horse's mouth you get it from the people who've actually gone through this and made the transitions Um, that's always the best way I wonder where that came from Uh, to get it from the does horses always speak the truth? I don't know, but um, let's let's not talk about that on the okay, podcast. Okay, sorry. Uh, so, well, we can Google so it no, I mean, I but I think what's been so I mean, this has been one of our more popular um, get-ups, I think, yeah, we, yeah. with the members, and and I guess that just shows how how much you guys want to hear from people who've done it, who transformed their life, because there yeah. is a lot of you out there who wants to create this change for yourself, but uh, it might feel quite impossible because alcohol has been so prevalent in our lives for such a long time right it's, mm. it's everywhere and so you definitely will be swimming against the current so to know that our people out there you know they're doing the same thing and you know that you can relate to and if they can do it you can do it on that I think that's probably what people go yes love yeah, it completely I think it's maybe it's easier is it, well it's shareable as well mm, of course because when you hear a relatable story and you might hear a friend talk about something and I don't know, I'm going to pick out Julian's, Julian as an example, right? Rugby boy, party boy, you know, I guarantee you almost all of us know one or two of those, right? We probably know somebody, whether it's rugby or, or similar sport or whatever, but it's like, oh, you know, maybe that podcast would actually resonate with them and help them steer a little bit. Mm, but yeah. I also get it if you're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't share that. What would they think? And I, I can't wait till we change that. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> yeah. till we change that whole stigma Mm. but it exists out there so let's call it what it is yeah but i think whenever we want to create change i think it's more more important than ever to really look to our peers our like-minded peers um people who are looking to create great things from themselves i mean we we thrive in in personal development and you know being a coach this is essentially what people want they want to come and just be the best for themselves right and um you become the best at what you want to do by surrounding yourselves with people who are like-minded and that is what our community does <coughs> totally. <coughs> so am i becoming more so, like you well if you're lucky 
um, no, but it, it's just that really the, the, there is a saying, um, you're the sum of the five people that you hang out the most with. And that re- it is true because when it comes to your mindset, you know, you either have people that drag you down and suck the life out of you or you have people that lift you up and encourage you and, and spur you on. Mm. And I think when you are trying to transform your relationship with alcohol, then it's more important than ever. But it's tough. I get it. Yeah. I mean, gosh, it's it's you're always breaking the mold. I mean, I remember <laughs> when um, I was doing one year no beer, um, and all of a sudden I started seeing seeing photos popping up on Facebook of all the ladies groups, you know, hanging out without mm-hmm. me in them. That was that was tough. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, that that's not your real friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how it was for me. Um, but. At that's the end of the day, though. it is tough. It is tough. And, it's a social um, exclusion. Oh, people, that's something we really don't want, right? It, it is hard. And, um, you know, we, we can call that out. We kind of talked about that a little bit on How to Talk to Friends, um, one of mm. the podcast episodes. Um, but, you know, the, the, the ultimately life is going to shift. Yeah. Some, something has to shift. If, if alcohol is too prevalent um, and um, it's difficult for you to just turn it off, then there are reasons and there, there, are, there are shifts needing to be made in your life. And the reality is what you're going to do is you're going to use a period of abstinence to get a better perspective on your life and make those shifts, you know, change those good habits. And that's really what One Year No Beer is all about, applying those good habits and those routines. And it starts to put you on a different trajectory. And, you know, depending on how, you're, how, you're, uh, how old you are, you start on a totally new trajectory and you'll be a totally different person in 10 years time, right? Because of just small iterations and things like that. And the thing when you take the, the alcohol-free route is that you definitely shift from that old way of being and it's hard for friends to understand. It's also, you know, for many people who have just got no interest in spending all that time in the pub till three o'clock in the morning or routines change and... So that is a difficult adjustment. Oh, for sure. But at the same time, it's something that we often talk about in coaching. And, you know, when, when you want to create change, we really need to take... <clears throat> so sorry. Um, you, we need to take complete ownership of our own life and show up for ourselves every day. It's, it's, gonna, it's tough. It's, creating change is tough. It's not supposed to be easy. That's why it's called change. You're changing away from something. But because we're stuck in you know our usual patterns and routines and way of life, it's gonna be quite, it's not quite, it's gonna be very hard in the beginning, but it does get easier and does get better. But if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Yes. We would have, we would be I, I think the, the beauty of it is that in this shift, right and and in the shift of your relationships or your friendships you are starting to stand up for yourself and you're starting to realize what you really want and when you do that yes all of life gets better everything gets easier mm. yeah, because you're no longer using alcohol to drown out the fact that actually you didn't enjoy a lot of the things that you were doing before all the people that you were hanging around with or blah 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 um, and that is, yeah, it's a different absolutely. journey for everyone, isn't it? I'm happy to talk about mine um, because yeah. I have absolutely no shame uh, around my journey uh, with the alcohol alcohol journey. And as always, I, I am completely transparent by saying I don't say that I'm alcohol free, that I don't drink. I just don't really because it have, it's had such a negative um, effect on my life and it doesn't serve me in any way, shape or form. And I, I compete in a lot of sporting events these days, so like it really doesn't have any space. But 
where it started for me it was very prevalent in my life and it had huge effect on my life I would say um, and, and it was it came to a point where I kind of looked at myself and I thought oh gosh I, I really don't like what I see or where this is going so I just I had enough and I'm, I'm kind of a put my foot down and, and decided to make some lasting change or I didn't know it was lasting but I was like I'd had enough I, I did I wanted to be able to look in the mirror and feel really good about what I saw and not in a vain vanity way but the fact that I could look myself in the Self-love eye love right of exactly yeah. Yeah. Um, and what comes with alcohol is that it's almost like we exist in, in this world the world revolves around us whether we engage it this way or this way it's entirely up to us right and when we put alcohol we're so smart we, we we can sort out anything we have you know we have all the power of energy interacting with people and creating incredible things for ourselves but when we have alcohol it's almost like having a lid on it on this precious cooker pressure cooker and having alcohol in your life just makes you think slow more slowly um it takes away positivity it tell it has you telling lies to yourself i get really down after yeah drinking yeah yeah like really and and also you start becoming very selfish and you agitated about other people other people annoy you i mean there are so many things that when more you, snappy more yeah, tired when you remove that for, you realize oh my goodness like that's not actually who i am and and so it's just that snapping that lid off and giving yourself that chance to see who you actually really are what lies you're consistently telling yourself that simply aren't true that you're not good enough or that it's too late for you to do xyz with your life or that you've missed your chance and all this stuff that you're stuck or you know there's always time for change but as long as we have alcohol in our lives that 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 has a profound effect and I would say that a lot of people are well you know I don't have problems with an al- with alcohol and the, and the argument is always well you don't have to have a problem with alcohol for it to be causing problems totally. right and and if alcohol is in any shape or form is affecting your health your the way you show up and then wake up in the morning or show up for yourself during the day or if you have a sore tummy or if you feel feel awful the day after if it is actually affecting you in that way regardless of much that you drink there needs to be a change yeah yeah i think i think um on 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 the sliding scale of this you've got that awareness um um i was looking at something the other day and i've completely forgotten it now but it's the the, the stages of change um and of course there's like complete lack of knowledge mm. and i think most people are in that place Right, so they have no real understanding of the impact that alcohol is having on them. They're they're blind to that. But what I mean, okay, so they know what a hangover is, obviously. Um, but this regular consumption, it's not really factored into the things that are going on in their life, right? So they're this first first awareness stage, and it's like, hmm, am I drinking too much? And we put out a survey in November about um, am I drinking too much, and it had thousands of respondents, seven thousand respondents. And it showed, you know, the the level of drinking was really high, first of all, um, for people saying, am I drinking too much? I mean, the level of drinking was, on average, three or four times the, the risky drinking limit of 14 units. And yet, these people were just at the stage of asking themselves, am I drinking too much? Mm. And in the, in the questions about, are you taking action? They're like, well, no, I, I was just asking. 
I was mm. just wondering, am I drinking too much? I'm not ready yet to like stop drinking or quit or I'm not really, what are you talking about? Mm. Uh, and, and so I actually think there's got to be so much more awareness out there and we have to do a better job. Um, I certainly think the health service, I think, I think the world should be doing a better job of letting people know, but we certainly have to do a better job of pe- letting people know. And that is of all the things that alcohol could be causing, right? So if it was like, are you struggling to lose weight? Well, have you thought about alcohol? Um, are you struggling to um, get pregnant? Have you thought about re- removing alcohol? Are you having problems in your marriage? First step, why don't you both remove alcohol? Um, mm. Do you have, Do you have? I don't know, an absolute plethora of um, health issues and problems in your system, injuries, um, mental health, anything like that. Right, first of all, have you thought about alcohol? And this is, should be the very first thing that, that GPs are saying, because mm. actually it is the one thing that then leads on to so many. It's not a cure-all, don't get me wrong. It's not like, oh, stop drinking no, and sure. suddenly you're gonna cure everything. But I, it's from everyone we see, the change to their health, mental health, physical health, everything else comes from, first of all, removing that booze for a bit, mm. um, whatever that looks like for them. But I mean, what you just said, I mean, we, we've had several um, members um, say, you know, they went to the doctor, they weren't feeling well, and they did every test on the moon, um, on the moon, they, on the planet to, um, to see what allergies they had and what was wrong. Not once did they even consider that alcohol might be the factor here. Um, which is shocking and that's not an isolated incident that that is quite a lot I think in honesty I think it's probably getting better um, the awareness slowly but I think also with the money that is involved in the alcohol business you know it's always going to be a battle uphill just you know like it was for cigarettes or you know I th- I hope that it's better than cigarettes because you know the alcohol yeah. industry has a great opportunity here with alcohol-free drinks yeah. and the shift in drinking. Right, we're seeing a shift in in um, in how consumers drink. It's slow, right? But alcohol-free drinks, changing what's in those drinks. We've seen botanical drinks, right? We're seeing. Um, I mean, alcohol synth doesn't exist yet, but Professor David Nutt is still working on a synthetic version of alcohol um, that doesn't have the hangover, you know, doesn't have the negative impacts of alcohol. These things, I think we're going to be seeing over the next decade a shift in that drinking. And the tobacco industry never had that, right? They had, it was either getting people to smoke and think it's healthy or we're out of business and shareholders are gonna kill us. And so that's why there was so much um, which we saw in the courts and, and lots of the news, there was so much misinformation and things mm-hmm. like that. The cigarette companies knew that if they could just create doubt, right, in human nature, if you have doubt, then you will just rely on what you've always known. This has been proven, right? So they yeah. didn't need to prove that cigarettes were healthy for you. They just needed to, to show you that there was doubt, right? Is it good for you or isn't? Oh, well, I'll just carry on smoking. And it's, lots of that exists in our society and keeping these behavior happen is just throwing up the doubt. Well, maybe a glass of wine is, is good for me. Maybe a beer is, is health. No, 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 right? Mm. We can just draw the line under here. There's absolutely no good whatsoever. We know that Dame Sally Davis, head of Public Health England came out and said, there is no safe limit. There isn't, it's ethanol. Let's just get that clear. You might choose to have a drink. We choose to have a drink occasionally. As we started earlier, we said that we both really feel the impact now, right? After taking a break from alcohol for so long and then deciding to have a drink again, you really feel 
the the impact of it and we just don't have space for that in our life you know we don't have space for the sorrow self-hatred feeling miserable the extra weight the poor performance the snappiness tiredness i mean full-on sadness that comes after having a drink and that's why we usually choose not to have a drink so looking at the members you know hearing their stories um i i think it was just so powerful that the fact that you know they just made the decision and they stuck they took responsibility for their life they decided what they wanted to change they didn't know what's going what was going to happen right but off, off the back of it incredible things happen and they've been able to achieve some phenomenal yeah phenomenal things i mean it's it's i think watching people though we've every single one member that you know comes through here we see them go through from the beginning to the end um and Yes, some of them are a bit more prolific and, and, and you know, they post more often than others. But we also notice the, the people who silently post a little bit, you mm. know, and and it's just incredible to see when they get that aha moment. I'm like, no, this is it for me now. I'm it's, going. I can't afford not to do this now. I think when, when it clicks, um, I think that that is the big game changer for them when they go, no, that's it. I can't afford not to do this now because I'm doing this for me. Yeah. To create a better, better future for me, my family, my partners, whatever the, the reasoning might be. But also that whole idea that we can do, we want more for ourselves and that we can do more for ourselves, which we all can. Yeah. And like seeing some of the incredible posts recently, I can just think off the top of my head, um, you know, it's amazing to see three six fivers coming through. Um, Neil, who is a, a you know prolific poster and, and supports into the community immensely. Um, Trisha, um, Gary, Mia. These are, I mean, I can't think of everybody off the top of my head right now, but it's amazing to see um, so many people celebrating three six five. It's such a it's such a huge huge goal and a really life changing thing, and you can see that in their energy and their posts and all of this stuff is. So inspiring. And when you get into the community and you see those posts and you surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do, it makes this challenge so much easier. Mm. Um, you know, doing it out there on your own at home, you know, with shame attached is just really hard. Doing it with a supportive community, with coaching, with support, everything around you, is, that's how you make it easy. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say it's easy. No, no, no. Not, it, but it easier. Make the, make, and it makes the journey a bit more enjoyable as well because yeah. you don't feel quite so left out and lonely. But also, just to be said, that these are people who started with the 28 days and then rolled on to the 19. You know, curious. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. people come in and sign up for 365 because they're just, you know, they <laughs> decided. Mm -hmm. um, but some people come in and they start cautiously because, you know, it's a scary, it can be a scary path. But yeah. At the end of the day, you know, to get through to a year and their, their lives have transformed forever. Because yeah. at the end of the day, what's what's 28, 90 or 365 days, you know, in the spec of a lifetime, yeah. really? Um, Completely. So there's something um, we want to talk about today. We're going to bit into our own uh, into our own journey through this as well. But it's something I've been talking about in our um, AFM uh, group coaching communities, which is such a powerful space. It is 
really designed for people who want to accelerate their journey, um, who want to get this done. It's got so much more connection, so much more support, accountability, coaching. There are 15 Zooms a week. Um, you hop onto those. Jen and I are both in there every single week. Um, we're really there to lift people up, get that all-important connection with people face-to-face, which is how you really are going to change this behavior. Mm. And so in our AFM piece, I've been talking a lot about getting some perspective on this challenge. So let me just start on the perspective piece, right? Let's say you start drinking at 13 years old, right? Or 14 years old, 15 years old. I don't know what it is for you. It was 13 for me. How old is it for you, Jen? Oh, much later. Much later? Yeah. 18? Mm, you were a good no, girl. Probably, probably 16, 16. Well, no, I, was, I wasn't allowed to leave the house until I was <laughs> 16 or 17, I think. 16. Um, so let's say you start drink at 16, right? Mm. And um, in a, a person's drinking career, right? So their, their, the lifetime of their drinking, a known person might be through to what? Right through to the end, to 80, right? Out of a drinking career, mm. which is basically... I have to do the math now and I will struggle with this. 64 years. years. 64. 64. 64 years. Yeah, 64 years. So 64 years of of consuming alcohol for the normal person, right? 16 to 80, maybe more if they live longer or if they decide to stop drinking forever, then a way, way, way less. Mm. Amazing for them. Um, and, And let's just say that, you know, let's say, how old are you now? 42. Are you? Yeah. You are really getting on. Mm. Sorry, sorry you couldn't be at my last birthday then. When I turned 43. <laughs> 43. Okay. And so in reality, out of all of those years, what is 90 days? Exactly. What Nothing. is 90 days out of all of those years of drinking? Now, so for some people coming into this challenge, they want a better relationship with alcohol. We see that everywhere. On the onboarding, what they want is, I want a, a, a better, I want to be able to take it or leave it. I want a better relationship with alcohol. And if we told you that the best way to get that better relationship with alcohol is to break from it, like the fastest way you will get there is to completely separate from it. It's so hard to see the truth of what alcohol is doing to you when you're in it. Mm. So getting separated from it allows you to get that total perspective. And what is 90 days? What is 28 days? Nothing. What is 90 days? Nothing, really. What about a year? What is what is a year in a whole lifetime of drinking to have a better relationship? Mm. Okay. I mean, time does fly, right? It, it does fly. Just in perspective. Like, remember when this whole co- coronavirus thing kicked off and it was like we had no idea. That was two years ago now. Like, look what's happened in two years. Now we're kind of back to getting back to this life of moving around again. It's been two whole years, but do you? Does, hasn't it gone fast? So fast. So fast. So I like, just. It think goes past quickly. Yeah. Did you know that we offer loads more support? Yes, I'm talking about time with coaches, Zooms, meeting other people, locking eye to eye, meeting awesome OIMBers who are on the same inspiring journey as you. All of those things are available in AFM. We created AFM as a close, small community that is really there to help people master changing the relationship with alcohol. So if you're looking for a little bit more support, you want to meet more OYM beers, or you just want to take your alcohol-free journey to the next level, then check out oneyearnobeer.com forward slash AFM. And if you put in the discount code PODCAST10, capital letters, PODCAST10, 
will get you 10% discount off joining AFM. So as well as it going past quickly, which is great, the one year in reality is the one that's going to give you the most perspective. It's going to give you the best chance of properly changing a relationship with alcohol, properly shifting some things. You're going to go to lots of events. You're going to go to lots of things you can't avoid. You are going to shift how your brain thinks about alcohol during that year. You just will by separating it from a year. And so if what you want is a better relationship with alcohol, aren't you better just to get this done? Like why spend the next 10 years? And in some cases, we see people who are struggle, 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 and they get into this sort of series of resets. Um, I'm gonna try and do 28 days and then I drink again, try and do 28 days. And then you set up these neural pathways in your brain that are saying that you're somebody who can't do this challenge. And you start saying yourself to somebody, oh, I'm a serial resetter, or I always struggle at this. Yeah. What you're doing is creating those patterns inside your brain. So why not just get this done? Now, why not just go all in on changing your relationship with alcohol, right? And do this now. If you're on 90 days now and you've signed up to the 90 day challenge, you've got momentum behind you. You've got motivation behind you. This is all new to you. Don't go back to drinking now. Absolutely carry on for the year so that you've got the best chance of changing your relationship with alcohol. Yeah, I mean, but what you I just want to pick up on something you said that before is, you know, going all in and uh, I kind of I guess I'm a little bit known as the tough love coach that, you know, I I say it as it is and when you want to change and and and, and really create change and transform something in your life, it is up to you. It's not up to anyone else. You can't blame it on anyone else. You can't expect anyone else to do it for you. Um, it is all about taking responsibility for yourself, for your own action, and showing up for yourself every day. You need to go all in. And what happens with a lot of people who say, oh, I keep, um, they call themselves, I'm a serial resetter. Often I just say to them, you just haven't made the decision. You're leaving the door that like a little bit open. There's a little bit of a gap in the door for a foot to come in and for someone to derail, you know, the plans. And to that, I always say like, it, it all comes down, you need to make the decision. But if you want change, you know, totally. it's completely up to you, right? 100%. And we're going to get absolutely onto that, uh, that point um, very shortly. So first of all, getting this perspective, it's just a year and just a year out of a whole thing. The second part is to flip the mindset about it, okay? If I'm going to use this year, the way for me to have complete control of my relationship with alcohol or to have a better relationship with alcohol, the way for me to put it into the right place is I have to go all in on loving being alcohol free, mm. okay? Now this means what does my alcohol free life look like, okay? Exactly. And instead of it being an, an, a challenge to abstain from alcohol for a year, can I do it? what you actually turn it into is an adventure. I'm going to discover what my life looks like being alcohol-free. And in doing that, I am creating an alternative path for me. In a year's time, or two years' time, when somebody says to me, hey, do you fancy a drink? I don't suddenly think, oh, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to. I think, you know what, I love being alcohol-free. I absolutely love it. No thanks. Yep. And that's the mission we're on, okay? Mm. Get perspective and go all in on discovering what you look like being alcohol free, mm. right? And this is why, going back to what I said before about you know, catching, um, catching our internal dialogue, like stop lying to yourself because all these lies, I hear this from people saying, oh, but drinking is so much fun as well. I'm like, 
Is it though? Is, is it like the idea of it of just being able to let go and having that freedom of not having to worry about your stress or blah? Okay, the idea of it. It's a romanticized idea, I think. But then looking at it, is it actually, is it fun? Like if you play the tape forward in the sense of... I find this one challenging because mm. I find it lots of fun. But you're right, afterwards is horrendous. Mm. But that, and I think that's the dichotomy. Mm. And for me that I've always been challenged with from other people when they say, oh no, you know, there's nothing good about drinking. There's nothing I enjoy about it. And I was like, well, that's not how I feel. No, but but that each each to their own. Yes, and I think this is what we're always very transparent in, and because we are not two people here in front of the camera or the microphone, and then we are you know putting up this front for our business, and then behind it we, we're living la vida loca. It's not like that at all. We're very transparent with how our feelings are rounded, and I uh, I I completely validate you think that your your you know your opinion is valid like everyone else point of view is valid and we hear this a lot we have we get a lot of stick for it sometimes i would say people say well how can you be running this business when you're not out you know when you're not stated as alcohol free or it's not about just not drinking it's not an abstinence only program so (laughs) that's why this this is the the first step of transforming the rest of your life this is the first step of creating incredible things for yourself this is the first step when you becoming free to do whatever the heck you've ever wanted to do the first step is to become shackle free and the shackle is, in this case is is alcohol and i think that is so true because once you're free of it you have all this space we see this so often from people posting saying oh it, we're, we're running a mastermind group right now and this mastermind group i mean it, i love it. they've just jumped in on the deep end but so many we're talking about time and you know being alcohol free now that like, we have so much more time and you know we didn't realize how much time was consumed by thinking like you you know thinking what time is it acceptable to drink but you know what will i drink what time do i finish i can go totally. buy something and, and then drinking and then in the evening and then you wake up in the morning hungover and then you sleep repeat right and then when you remove that you're like oh, hang on a minute mm. all of a sudden that 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 force we've been telling ourselves that i don't have time to do the things i want or to create the change i want in life all of a sudden now you got this time yeah well this is the and, and the reason why i haven't had a drink now in over a month um, because th- there's just no space for it whatsoever. Mm. You know, um, I went back to um, Mull and uh, it was my brother's 40th and, you know, there was lots of, it was definitely the environment where I should have and could have and all of those things, but I was like, I'm not doing it now because I know playing it forward how bad I feel afterwards mm-hmm. and I just don't want, I don't need that right now. Um, okay, so going going back to, to getting perspective over the year, um, and I think then the, the first, the three parts of really making this challenge happen for you. Um, and I think the first part of this is to really get awareness, okay? Mm-hmm. What is the real truth about this behavior in your life? Now you can either wait till the truth is forced upon you, right? The perspective is forced upon you. And in alcohol, that looks like a drunken disorderly, um, a pro- somebody telling you you've got a problem, a health issue, your partner leaving you, mm. right? Rock bottom. And that is when you have got no other choice but to make a change. Or, much better than that, you can choose to get really aware now just by creating awareness, by sitting down and being truthful with yourself, by writing down, by journaling and saying, this is how I feel when I'm hungover. Write down how you feel. When you when you are hungover, write down how you feel. Write down the impact it's having on your life, on the people around you, mm. right? Tony Robbins says this so often. He says, you will only change behavior when you get disturbed. 
So go and get yourself really disturbed. Like, oh my God, this is shit. I don't want this in my life anymore. I know I can be so much more. Mm -hmm. That is your first step. Want to add into anything into that? No, that's good. I mean, I that I felt I got disturbed by my own behavior, and I realized that my certain, yeah, what was your disturbing my my certain bodily functions. I think my kidneys were probably um, 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 my livers were, were were caving in. I realized I woke up woke up in the morning and I'd soiled myself, and that's when I really went like, no. I mean, because I I'd already felt before like I I was feeling awful. But I just chased after so much. Uh, just, you know, I don't know what I was chasing after, but mm. I knew, I, I figured. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to catch up with me. No, but what, what happened for me then was um, yeah, I realized that this is, this is killing me and it, this is not going anywhere. And so removing alcohol, it was quite just, it wasn't that hard. It was harder socially to kind of mm. battle, battle the, the social surroundings and what to do and how to justify and how to be included in things even though you didn't drink. But what for me was clear is that I wanted to be feel better and, and the fact that, you know, you're doing something to your body so your body starts giving in, yeah, it's not fun yeah. anymore. Yeah. It wasn't a fun anymore. And and so the, the first step for me to to, to remove alcohol and and see how much better i could feel and and that led on to personal development and i threw myself into that world and you know led me to coaching and co becoming coach and so you know personal discoveries is that it's at the at, on, it's on the other side but it's just lifting That's that lid it, yeah. is what I, what I always say so much change is mm. on the other side the the i mean i was it took me a long time to get disturbed. I mean, I had all sorts of warnings. I had, I was, I, the, the, the bed was yellow. The sheets, that was a real shocker for me. Um, remembering and looking at the bed sheets and seeing yellow on my side of the bed um, from from sweating out the alcohol. You used to sweat so much. So it was much. Dread. I, was, I remember changing the, the sheets. Sweating the sweat was, was yeah. in, in, incredible. Yeah, really poor, poor body. Um, but I mean, we fought like cat and dog. I remember a text message from you saying, I'll be in Sweden, see you later, bye. Um, and yeah. I mean, there were so many signs. So it mm. took me a long time. I was very lucky that I didn't get the disturbed forced upon me. Mm. Um, I guess it was in a way. I mean, you didn't leave me, leave me. But you were, you were, you were definitely. No, it was after our first child, and you know, I was breastfeeding, struggling, first-time mom, and I had no support, no one. To, so I was like, "Well, my family's in Sweden. Let's go. I'm going to go there, um, and you know, be surrounded by people who can support and help me." Um, and so there wasn't any, mm -hmm. wasn't a gun to your head or anything. It was just I had to do what I had to do. It's, at the end of the day, as humans, we are wired for survival. From caveman age we we need to survive we have fight or flight and that responds in very different ways in our situations but i just knew i had to go, kind of go and do that for myself but i think everyone has different reasons or different displays of of how alcohol is affecting them different I think moments of awareness different moments of awareness yeah. that's the one but ultimately they have to get yeah like but you can wait, mm. you know, if you're listening to this, you can wait or you can create that awareness for yourself. You can make yourself disturbed. Yeah. And I think that would be the, the, the one of the takeaways from this podcast is if I'm not changing a behavior, if I'm not changing something that is causing negative impact in my life, it's dead simple. I am not disturbed enough. And how do I how do I get myself more disturbed? 
Yeah. Um, and don't wait for it. Like, don't walk out like, it's going to, sugar is going to hit the fan eventually. Don't wait for that. Yeah. Just, if you feel like that's going to be, that's the case, that that's the service enough, you, you would think. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's that, that what you see, when you are watching our groups, you know, watching all the other people succeed and you feel like I'm stuck, I'm stuck in the rut. Check yourself. What lies are you telling yourself? Where are you telling yourself that you need this, that you can't do it, all that stuff? It's all lies. It's all patterns of, that you've been running for a long time. And I think what happens when you remove alcohol, you start realizing um, a lot of stuff about yourself. A lot of people drink because they don't want to feel or think because of they've been through trauma in their childhood. But this is actually the best place to start dealing with that because when we lift the lid there's going to be a lot of emotions at times especially depending on what we've gone through but we also need to let that heal and let it come up because it's not going to change our past but what we can do is allow it flow through us and create that energy send that energy out into the world um and just allow ourselves to feel and be and feel stronger by it rather than suppressing it like i call it in coaching like shutting the doors I don't want, don't want to remember, don't want to think about past. And everyone is so consumed by shame of what they said when they were drunk, what they did, that made mistakes. Who hasn't? Who hasn't had, you know, made mistakes and felt shame? I have, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, always do a hands up in, in the group coaching in AFM. And it's like, everyone's got their hands up. And I'm like, well, you're not alone. Like, everyone makes mistakes. And that's what's keeping you stuck. Uh, because we change behavior by feeling good, not by being feeling bad. And it is the shame and the guilt and those things which will keep you mm. wanting to have a drink. Because actually what we've got to give is compassion and love and all those things. Um, there's so much more I want to go into I'm going to highlight so we talked Mm. about that perspective then getting awareness right into the disturbed piece the next two critical parts here are who am I being alcohol free and and that's to get so clear so clear visualization on the on who you are and put it up on your top real estate in your house so on the mirror you brush your teeth like who am I visualize it get clear on it like Mm. love in that piece ask people who it is just really saturate yourself on who am I being in this alcohol-free person on this alcohol-free adventure what are the improvements in my life can I can I mm-hmm. interject there so I do this with my clients often if they want to lose weight whatever they want to do their goal they want to go somewhere travel somewhere or just feel free I say if, if you have a picture of you that you have that displays that ultimate freedom and the happiness and the joy that you're looking to create again get it up on the mirror or where you pass at least three times per day or find a picture like in a travel magazine or like in a magazine and be like that is just the ultimate picture mm. of like oh, that is what i'm looking for yeah so you don't have to have a picture of yourself because a lot of people well i don't have a picture well go and find one that like that displays like this is what i'm just like when you go to a hairdresser when you go to a hairdresser you're bringing a rip out a photo of someone's hair and like this is what i want to look like Find one of those images, put it up there and let that be your guide. Visualize it because you will pre-achieve it. So whenever you come to a, a junction where you have to make a choice, you know it's going to take you closer to that image or it's going to take you further away. It's going to be a lot easier to, to make, make those, those decisions. So yeah, back, Love it. back no, to No, that's you. perfect. So um, who am I being alcohol-free? Get clear on that. And then your favorite, go all in. All in. All in or, all, or go home. <laughs> yeah, all in or go home. And, and, and what, what does all, all in. in look like for you? Mm. What would, I almost say, look, if you were being a fly on the wall for yourself or if you were being your own best friend and you were talking to each other 
And this best friend is like, oh my gosh, you have gone all in on this decision. What mm. would you be saying to them? What would you be telling them that you've done, right? Like really all in, massive action. That is what this requires. Once you've cleared the way, you've made clear on who you really dislike being, you've got that perspective that actually this is the most important thing and it's gonna create the most Massive change action. in your life. Getting that awareness, who am I being alcohol free and go all in? Massive action. And so you might be thinking, massive action, what does that look like? Oh, going all in. And what's the opposite? Where are you in right now? Well, you might think you're doing stuff because you're listening to this podcast and reading all the quitlets and doing the things, but you're in passive action, my friend. And passive action is where we do all the, we read all the stuff, we take notes, but we. If only just we reading the books was everything. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I would be yeah. a superhero with a cape. For sure. And, and it's about it's about implementing what you're learning and reacting on it, and and that is when you start seeing real results. And I this, I coach this all because I have this this thing where I, you know I I do uh, awareness versus um, acknowledgement, and a lot of people say you know having awareness is great. This key it's great. It's the first stepping stone to to have awareness of the things. I'm aware that I need to change. I'm aware that I you know must do this and that. You can be aware for a long time, years. People die with lots of awareness of stuff they probably would have, should have wanted to done. But what I say is that you need to acknowledge it. Acknowledge the things that you need to do in order to change or feel better or do better. When you acknowledge, acknowledge that and acknowledge that you have to do it and that you have to implement it, that's when you see some, some good change. Awesome, powerful stuff. <laughs> yeah, tough love coaching. So, Maybe that's an, another episode. Tough, tough love coaching with Jen. Yeah, well, you, you can do your own episode on your own. Would you guys like that? Let, let us know in comments if you want. Let us know. Tough love coaching with Jen. <laughs> yes. Send in your, send yeah. in your questions and yeah. your, 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 do, what you'd like to be coached on. Li- we could do a live and we'll do tough love coaching with Jen. I asked you to coach me um, the other day in the car. So we were driving I didn't have a road. choice. We're on a four hour we driving on the road. road <laughs> and I was like, right, come on, coach me. And you were like, no. And, and and I was like, no, 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 come on. Just pretend I'm one of your clients. Remove all of the, the your opinions about me and and instead just coach me from this place Remove of not really knowing. Remove your opinion that I am uncoachable. Yeah, exactly. exactly <laughs> that I'm uncoachable. Um, please stop throwing me under the bus. Uh, anyway, and... Um, How was it? And How it was really good. But I think the, 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 the biggest bit out of it was you were like, you know, ego is so much your enemy. And and this has been such an interesting part. So I picked up the book again, Ego is the Enemy, Ryan Holiday. Um, and I keep talking about that. And I just recognize so many of these errors and mistakes, you know, and how ego has um, really, really held me back in building this business and being part of OIMB. And I mean, not deliberately. It's not like I'm going out there deliberately trying not to be. It's like, well, actually, in some of that thinking and some of that stuff, and um, so yeah, it's been very. It, it was very humbling, and also it has been really thought provoking and led to some big shifts in my thinking. And part of that was Good. in the in the building of OYMB, I guess, building up one year no beer. I didn't necessarily want to be. I didn't want it to be Ruri or Ruri and Jen or whatever before it was Ruri and Andy. But I didn't want it to be that because I wanted it to be so much more. I wanted it to be about the people. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to build this, um, you know, build an organization that people can get involved in that, um, um, you know, isn't down to one individual doing everything else. And I think in mm-hmm. part of that, I got, I also got lost. 
um, in my own in my own ego, not necessarily ego, but anyway, yes, probably ego, as you po- rightly pointed out, and that actually it is really important um, mm-hmm. to be engaged. And so that whole waffle I just gave you there um, was just a bit of it to say that's kind of why the podcast came back, why Jen and I are more engaged into the communities. Um, you'll yeah. see us more aligned into those communities um, and being in uh, in one year no beer more and more often. Um, and I think that's really important. And that's been a slightly painful le- learning curve for me. Mm-hmm. And I hold my hand up um, and say, sorry, I've been missing. And I'm back, baby. That's, I am that's back. The last time I, that's the last time I coached you for free, though. <laughs> yeah, <are you? laughs> yeah. No, we... we we love being part of, you know, of I this. love it. And, I get and all my I energy think, from it. I think initially we kind of, I know that I kind of took a step back because I also like, you know, it, it's more about what we're doing. It's not about us, but at the same time, it's kind of us because we're, we're, we're at the driver's seat. We need to, you know, you're the, you're the captain at the helm or whatever it's called. Yeah. Boat references, this guy. Yes, um. lots of boat references. <laughs> I think I think on that on that topic is that we just want to draw a big line under the fact that we're here to help you change your relationship with alcohol. For most of you, that may mean that you do choose to drink again. For some of you, that may choose that you want to never drink again. I don't know which area you fit into that, but we are here to cover you on whatever it is. Mm. We know emphatically that life is better when alcohol is not in your life. But we also know Mm. that it's very prevalent out there in society and so that some people will choose to drink. So wherever you are on the journey, however you are trying to change your relationship with alcohol, we are here to support you. That being said, we're not an addiction support program. There are incredible addiction support programs out there. If you're a very dependent drinker, if you have severe alcohol issues, if you feel like you need more support, you do. One Year No Beer is probably not the right program for you and you should be seeking out some of these amazing charities and resources that are local, having local support, local counseling, meetings and things like that. That's not what One Year No Beer is. Remember that whatever you do, in life, whether you change your age with alcohol or if you do something that is swimming against the the current and the rest of them, there's always going to be people that judge. There's always going to be people that have a problem with it. And you just have to be okay with that because the only thing you need to be okay with is that you are doing what's best for you. Amen to that. <laughs> well, you can have the last mic drop. Um, okay. It's been amazing to have you share uh, this time with us and thank you for listening. Mm. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I think the next one should be about our recent sporting um, uh, challenges. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think, I think it would be good to share why we do these challenges well, yeah. and how important they are to us and to everyone, really. Mm. Um, so should we do it on The importance. Oh, 100%. I mean, this Let's is one of the driving factors of me you know, moving away from party gen to yeah. athlete gen and Awesome. Yeah. Let's do it. Okie cokie. That's it from us for That's now. That's it from us. Thank you so much for joining us on the One Year No Beer podcast. Don't forget to please leave us a review and share this with somebody who you think will enjoy it. You're awesome. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. 
If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below.